everybody. Welcome back to Mission Minded. Welcome back, guys. We are super excited for this episode. This is our fun intro episode. Mm -hmm. So we prepared some fun facts about us where we thought, you know, this is a new podcast. You may or may not know us in person, but we thought we would share some really fun facts about us. We did 22 of the things we have in common, and then we each did 10 little fun facts about us. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the first fun fact is we are two weeks apart. Yep. (laughs) Number two, we met at church camp when we were 10. Number three is we both have two dogs. Number four is we live 2.8 miles apart, a.k.a. six minutes. (laughs) Number five, our younger brothers are best friends. Number six, we are both homeschooled. Number seven, we both have a heart for missions. Number eight, we both had our first jobs together. Number nine, we both want to have a very large family. (laughs) Large family. Very large. (laughs) Number 10, we are both single Pringles. Yep. Loving that single life. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Number 11, we both sew. That's right. Number 12, we both adopted our dogs from the same place. Number 13, we both love ChapStick. Oh my gosh. Love it. Love it so much. (laughs) Oh, ChapStick is amazing. Mm -hmm. Number 14, we are both Christians. Yep. Number 15, we both have two younger siblings. Number 16, Michaela is 4'11", and I am 5'10", meaning we are 11 inches apart. (laughs) Almost a foot. (laughs) Wow. Number 17, we are both proud Texans. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Don't tread on me. (laughs) Number 18, we are both Mm pro-life. Number 19, we both love to go thrifting. Yes, we do. Number 20, we both like to read, bake, and do photography. Mm -hmm. Number 21, we both blob each other at camp. (laughs) (laughs) And if you don't know what that means, it's essentially like a big cushion that's on the water that like there's one person at the end and then one person that jumps off a high platform and that person goes flying, (laughs) flying into the sky. The scariest part is to jump off the platform. Yes, (laughs) the the platform is so high. It's just, us. And then sometimes people fall and it's just like, ah! Yeah. But we blob each other still, yeah. just because that's what the McCaylis did. Yep. And number 22, we both wear glasses. Yep. Okay, so um, my 10 fun facts. Um, yeah. So <laughs> number one is I love to go sailing. Mm-hmm. Number two is I play five instruments. I play piano, ukulele, flute, guitar, and handbells. <laughs> Number three, I am currently writing my own devotional. Number four, I love cake. If I had to choose between cake and cookies, it would be cake. Um, my hair is 28 and a half inches long. Mm-hmm. Very long. <laughs> I had her measure it. When we were discussing what we are going to do for this podcast, I was like, Hey, you have long hair. <laughs> Measure it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Number six, I love Rocky Road ice cream. That's like so good. It's just perfection. Yep. <laughs> Number seven, I love Narnia. I love the series. I love the movies. I love the books. I love everything about it. It's really beautiful. <laughs> Number eight, okay, I want the world to know <laughs> that you can never go wrong with chocolate. Gentlemen, listen up. You can never go wrong with chocolate. <laughs> Oh my gosh, chocolate any day. Mm-hmm. Like, just chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> dip me in chocolate. Yeah, you know, dip me. <laughs> Number nine, I am a mother to three air plants and a guinea pig. Air plants are like three, I mean, I, excuse me, 
I have four plants. <laughs> they, they are like these little plants that uh, that don't need soil or nothing like that. All they need is sunlight and just a spritz of water here and there. Basically, so. they're unkillable. Exactly. <laughs> For all those people that kill them. plants out there. Yeah. <laughs> and number 10, I'm about to get my license. Wow. That's awesome. So my 10 fun facts is, number one, is I want to be a missionary in Africa as my full-time occupation. So that is something the Lord has really put on my heart lately, and I will definitely do a podcast kind of explaining the whole story. But yeah, that's just what I'm going to do with my life. Number two, this may be um, surprising to a couple of you, (laughs) but I am a very, very adventurous eater. I have consumed mule's tongue. Yes, I did say tongue. (laughs) Frog legs, rabbit, snails, and a lot, lot more. A lot, lot more. That's a word. (laughs) I am a very adventurous eater. I even have a food bucket list on my locker, which consists of things that I want to eat before I die. (laughs) One of those is fried rattlesnake because I've heard about it and I'm thinking, why not? I know. I mean, rattlesnake? I'm not gonna lie, this is gonna sound so weird, but I watched a video once of a guy actually like cooking up a rattlesnake. <laughs> well, you know, he got he had the um, cornmeal and he does oh, like that. Wow. I mean, you know, that's interesting. <laughs> I've heard you can get them at Texas fairs, and I'm thinking yeah. that is so Texan, yeah. and I'm all over it. Yeah. Number three, I love to decorate cakes. It's super relaxing yeah. for me just to grab a piping bag. Super and just, fun to be super creative. It is, yes. I love doing it. I won't. I cannot say that I am the best cake decorator <laughs> this world has ever seen, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I do definitely try my best. Number four, I have very bad dad jokes. <laughs> pun intended. I am that person that does add pun intended to mm-hmm. quite a lot of things. And number five, I am lactose intolerant so fun (laughs) (laughs) I found out when I was 14 um doing some tests because I was having a lot of stomach problems and they're like oh by the way you're lactose intolerant I'm like oh thanks yeah love that gift (laughs) so yeah lactose intolerant loving that dairy free life (laughs) and I have made my own music video I cannot say it was the prettiest music video I cannot say it was the most um educational music video (laughs) but it was very entertaining Um, it was kind of one of those sarcastic things that when you press play everyone starts laughing so So there's that um number seven i want the world to know that i am an overall hilarious human she really is she's so funny i like to make people laugh that's just that's just it Number eight. This is very specific, but when I sleep, I like it dark and cold. <laughs> and Kayla knows this because yep. whenever I come to the house, I make her close all the blinds, turn every freaking lamp off, yep. <laughs> and even get the box fans out yep. because I like it dark and cold. You know, for those people that like math, it's like perfect equation. Dark, yep. cold equals perfect amount of sleep. Yep. Number nine. I love, love. Love, love, love. Raising oh my canes. gosh. I am oh, wow. a true Kaniac. Yeah. 
I will put that sauce on <laughs> anything. Yes, yes. It tastes good on lettuce, fun fact. Don't ask me how I know oh. that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, put like it in salad. Oh, like it's so a salad good. dressing. So oh my gosh. You know, when I was sick and I had a bunch of stomach problems when, you know, I was found out I was lactose intolerant, I had to do this one test where I could not eat <laughs> for 24 hours. Yeah. Mm, love that. Um, brings back so many fun memories. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jello and all that. <laughs> um, but I would actually sit and torture myself by like going on YouTube and finding Raising Cane's commercials. Yeah. <laughs> Watching like the ones that they make you like super hungry and they like they crack the chicken open oh, yeah. and they like watch the steam come out. Yeah. I would just sit there and watch that. That I'm I do not recommend that because that is really bad yeah. for you. <laughs> because you'll just be like, yeah. I'm so hungry. Yeah. <laughs> so I do not recommend that, but sometimes you just gotta yeah. you just gotta watch commercials. <laughs> And number 10, I have a penguin costume, mm-hmm. and I bring it to places and I dance in it. There's no exclamation yeah. for that. It's just, yeah, I have a penguin costume. <laughs> it's kind of one of those things you collect over the years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, let me throw in a bonus fun fact here. The thing that I love most about me and Michaela is that we can literally talk on any subject <laughs> for hours. Seriously. <laughs> she will come, we'll, you know, oh, we'll so get funny. together and we'll be yep. like, oh, we've been talking about marriage for two hours. Yep. <laughs> Look at that. I mean, wow. We can talk about raising canes for like, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. But thank you guys for joining us thank on this so much. fun fact episode. We are so, so happy and feel so immensely blessed that you guys are tuning into our podcast. What a blessing it is to be influential in your yep. life. And if you guys need prayer for anything, please don't hesitate to reach yes. out to us because we love to pray over you and yes, for you. Definitely. We have a special announcement, though. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> um, coming up in a week or two, we are going to be posting our pro-life special. Yes. This, Super excited. Yes. <laughs> you this, don't want to miss this. Yes. This is something we are both very, very passionate about. And we, as we stated in the fun facts, we are both pro-life and we're just going to kind of be going through biblically (laughs) and we're going to be kind of showing some verses that support that that the Lord loves life. And so we're going to be posting that soon, but we are so excited that you guys tuned in and we cannot wait to film another one. Yep. (laughs) All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. Have a good day. Thank you. Bye. Hey everybody, what is up? It's Michaela Vaughn back on the podcast today. I have missed you all a ton and I am super duper excited to be back. You may or may not have noticed, um, but I have been missing in action for a while and I would like to give a huge shout out to the wonderful and amazing Michaela Cassidy for keeping the podcast boat afloat while I was away. Let me just say this summer has been such a life-changing summer, to say the least. Going into this summer, I knew that I would, this would be my last summer before things got crazy. And crazy in the best way, of course. Um, Next summer, Lord willing, will be my survey trip to Africa, and I just cannot wait. In the meantime, I knew I wanted this summer to be focused in on soul service to God in all things. And boy, did God work in mighty ways. Y'all, I cannot wait to share about the mission trip I went on. It truly changed my life. Now, join me for a moment. I'm going to backtrack and give you a little insight on how it truly was God-oriented that I was able to even go on the mission trip. My wonderful sister Morgan plays banjo, and she is in a youth banjo band called the All-Stars Banjo Band. 
and such it's such a remarkable ministry. They teach kids about Jesus and how to play the banjo. The banjo band is run by Mr. Buddy Griffin and his wife, Miss Sandy, and we both love them dearly. I happen to be at banjo practice on Sunday afternoon, and Mr. Buddy just starts talking about a mission trip with the banjo band this June. My ears were perked, to say the least. He went on to say the band would be going to Lifer, Texas to teach ukulele to underprivileged children and share Jesus with them. I honestly was ready to pack my bags and go within hearing about it for 10 minutes. The only problem was is that I did not play ukulele or banjo, and I still don't to this day. However, after some encouragement from my family, I decided to ask and see if there still was a possibility I could go and still teach children without knowing ukulele. To my surprise, after talking with Mr. Buddy about my calling into ministry and how I just had a heart to teach children about Jesus, Mr. Buddy was all in. He really persistently encouraged me to go, which was just what I needed. After this conversation, I really moved into a deep time of prayer. I asked God to show me whether he wanted me to go or not. I didn't take this lightly either. I knew that if this was God's will, he would give me undeniable peace to proceed in the application, and if it wasn't his will, he would close the door. And after much time in prayer, I really felt God giving me peace about the mission trip, so I decided to proceed with the application and fundraising. And God really provided too. It's so amazing to look back and see how God truly had his hand on this trip months before we even went. As the weeks rolled by, my sister and I found each other getting closer and closer to the mission trip. The months flew by, and before we knew it, our mission trip was just a week away. I was beyond excited and ready for God to move in miraculous ways. We once again moved into a deep time of prayer as we were counting down the days. I decided to do more than just count down the days. I decided to start praying for the children we would come into contact with daily. I would wake up each morning and see how many days were remaining until we left, and I would place my hand on a prayer card I made for them each day. I would pray over the kids as a way to prepare their hearts and mine as well. Some of the things I prayed for were for their eyes to be opened to see the graceful message of the gospel. We prayed for their ears to be opened to hear the gospel. We prayed for their attention span, and we prayed for softening of hearts and so much more. It was amazing to see how God fulfilled every prayer in ways only he could do, and I stand in all daily. I would like to read the prayer I prayed over myself before I left and while I was serving as well. This is one of the last things I did before I left my house to leave on a mission trip. I prayed. I prayed long and hard. Here is what I prayed for. Dear Heavenly Father, please use me in ways you see fit. I am but a vessel for you alone. Please allow me to be your hands and feet. Let me teach of you alone. I pray that these kids would see Jesus through me. You are worthy to be praised and all to you I owe. In Jesus' name, amen. Praying that prayer all throughout the morning, before I knew it, we were hugging family goodbye and off for a week of service to Almighty King Jesus. First off, before I continue, I would like to say thank you to all our wonderful followers over on Instagram. I had posted a day-by-day guide, a prayer guide for those um, that were wanting to pray. And y'all diligently prayed for us, and your prayers were felt. Thank you for your faithful time spent in prayer on our team and I's behalf, and we are so blessed with an amazing audience who truly is invested in each of our lives. On the first day, um, it was filled with excitement. We met up at our church with our amazing banjo band team. Let me just say, I had the best team of people. Oh my goodness. I was so blessed to have such amazing Christ-driven people around me all week, and God truly used each and every one of us in many ways for God's kingdom.
We then packed up and traveled to West Oaks Fellowship. This truly amazing church was the sending church that we partnered with. We got to have a worship service with West Oaks Fellowship's congregation, and then we were sent off for a long bus, bus ride to Lyford. During the bus ride, I, I had all the feels. I was even able, in the midst of the loud bus ride, to write a devotional. I was able to write my heart out on paper of all the excitement I was feeling, as well as thanking God for allowing me the opportunity to teach these kids about Him. And before I knew it, we had arrived at the hotel and settled in nicely. We ended the night with questionable food, but most importantly, several hours of worship to our King Jesus. Monday and Tuesday were our canvassing days. We would go out two by two and hand out flyers throughout the community of Lyford. We had some interesting people that answered the doors, but we were still able to minister to them. I was partnered with my wonderful friends, Summer and Melody. We got the chance to pray over multiple people. We got to pray for their health situations, their children, their houses, and so much more. Through, through, um, through the prayer for our friends in Lyford, I got to share the gospel through prayer, which is such a powerful thing to pray. All in all, we really saw God move these days. Um, we saw people who asked for extra flyers to hand out to friends. We saw grandparents taking flyers for their grandkids. So many ways that God worked. It was hot and we were all exhausted, but we all knew the ultimate victory was through Jesus. We were grateful for even the chance to plant seeds in the community. We ended these long days with worship. We would all be standing for hours praising King Jesus in all his majesty. We were tired and hungry, but we still had energy to lift our hands up and surrender to God's plan, not our own. Wednesday. Some of our listeners got an update text message from me saying to, something to the start of start praying hard because these next few days are huge for our ministry. So once again, thank you all. Thank you all who prayed. You truly are a part of this mission trip. I was a team leader, which meant I had the classroom full of kids and I got to walk around each VBS station with them. But more importantly, I got to pray with these kids and introduce them to Jesus. Sometimes our plans always don't go the way we want to go. And I saw this happen on Wednesday. All of a sudden, kids stopped coming in, so we did not have an official classroom. But I was able to join another classroom, and I was able to walk two children to Christ. I was so thankful God had given me the unexpected situation, which ultimately proved to be the biggest, a big blessing. These two sweet girls, Eliana and Bella, made the decisions that truly changed their lives. I pray that these girls will one day fully be able to encapsulate all Jesus stood for them and live for His kingdom, not their own. Let me just say, I cried a lot this day. This sweet girl, Eliana, just made me bawl. I was so excited that she believed all that Jesus did for her. It just made me cry with so much joy. This uncontrollable tears of joy streamed down my face for over 45 minutes. Y'all, I was so pumped up for Jesus. Later in the week, one of the leaders in the classroom on Wednesday shared that sweet Eliana came up to him after class and said in her sweet voice, I chose God today. And you guessed it. I teared up again. I was ready for all God had in store for the next day. Thursday was such an exciting day. Such an exciting day. I was asked previously to lead a devotional that morning, so I stayed up super late, 2 a.m., to finish the devotional. I just love being able to pour into our mission trip team. It is truly such a joy to serve the Lord with such amazing people. After the devotional, we headed off back to school for day two of VBS. Before I knew it, we had a classroom full with smiling and eager children. My day was made. We had extra time to spend with the kids before rotations, and I knew this was an opportunity for salvation. So my team leader and I didn't waste any second of it. One of the first things we did with the children is we sat them on the floor and straight up asked them, Do you know what Jesus did for you? 
some of the kids knew a little and some knew none. We, were, we talked about what Jesus had done for them and how God had sent his son Jesus to take away all our sin. We asked our young students if they would like to accept Jesus, and to our utter surprise, every child raised their hand. All of our nine students that day made a, made a decision that is truly life-changing. I am so incredibly proud of Maya, Miriam, Serenity, Ray, Ariana, Audrey, Julia, Passion, and Jermaine. These moments right here is what makes my life worth living. These moments of being used by God to further His kingdom is why I live my life. It blows me away on a day-to-day basis that God sees me, a sinful human, and all my struggle worthy enough to tell about how Jesus truly changed my life. Once again, I stand in all daily. Moving into Friday was truly sad. This was our last day in ministry with these kids, but I knew today counted more than ever, and I was ready to be used by God in any way He saw fit. Before my classroom got filled with new kids, I got to help in preschool for a while. My job was to place bands on the kids, get their names, etc. I also got to walk the preschoolers over to their classroom. So I took this moment as if this was the last moment I you know, would ever see these kids. And we talked about what Jesus did for them while walking to their classroom. Before I knew it, we were on our knees praying in the hallway for Jesus to come live inside these sweet kids. I got to pray with three kids to accept Jesus from our hallway conversations. This is a testament that it only takes a few moments to make an eternal impact. And trust me when I say, God will use you. Avery, Gianna, and Marina, I pray you will find courage to walk with Jesus all the days of your life and point others to him. Before I knew it, our classroom was once again filled with new smiling faces, which filled me with never-ending joy. We saw our new students. We sat, we sat them down and we talked again about how much Jesus loves them and the sacrifice Jesus made on the cross and how Jesus takes away our sin. Sweet Joyce then decided that today she would choose Jesus as well. So we sat down and prayed, and she accepted Jesus as her Savior. What a joy and honor to witness. All of our other kids had previously accepted Jesus, so my crew leader and I decided just to encourage them in their walk with the Lord, as well as answer any questions they might have. We moved into other activities, and I moved around to talk with other kids about what it meant to accept Jesus and what Jesus had done for them. I once again got the absolute honor and privilege from God alone to walk two more students into Jesus' open arms. Haley accepted Jesus on the gym floor during rec, and Christian accepted Jesus during ukulele. God still wasn't done. He still had one more student I needed to talk with. This, this was unexpected to say the least, but once again, the shock, fear, and unexpected, God turned into one of the biggest blessings of the trip. Before I had my classroom that day, I noticed a young man walking, and he started signing. Y'all, my face lit up. For those who may or may not know, I know American Sign Language. I am in no way an expert. I can communicate and interpret signs, but I'm not an expert. So I started signing to him and then took him to his classroom. One of the girls there knew ASL. She knew ASL, um, and so she had him in her classroom. And around an hour later, one of the adults pulled me aside and said that the girl helping him was having a hard time due to his advanced speed in signing and his deep questions, and she needed help. The walk over was a little scary for sure. I had no idea what I was walking into, but God's peace came over me, and I was reminded of my prayer for that trip. I had asked God to use me in any way he saw fit. I had no idea that God would use my meager knowledge of sign language on this trip. I sat down and introduced myself, and he signs to me his name is Derek. We signed about God sending his son Jesus and how Jesus saves us from our sins, 
We signed of how God is no longer distant, but he can live in our hearts. And Derek's face lit up. Even though his, even through his mask, I could see he was smiling ear to ear. Once I knew that he fully understood what I was communicating, I asked if he wanted to pray and receive Jesus into his heart. He signed yes with enthusiasm. So we prayed, and he accepted Jesus into his heart. Shortly after, thereafter, I asked Derek where Jesus was, and with a smile on his face, he signs, Jesus is in my heart. This was extraordinary for me to witness. As we headed home, God still worked. As many of you know, I am pursuing full-time missions as my occupation. So while on the mission trip, I got to talk to a lot of people um, about the mission mission field. I am so overjoyed and excited to announce that not only was the mission trip a huge success, but my future ministry is heading off to a big head start. I now officially have my first church sponsor, as well as a couple who will be supporting my ministry while I am overseas. This was a huge answer to prayer. A, and truly from God, I have nothing to, I would have nothing to teach these kids about, nor any hope myself without Jesus's sacrifice on the cross. I am forever changed. All in all, God truly did work out through, work throughout this trip. When I got on the bus to head off to Lifeward at the beginning of the week, I knew God was indeed calling me into ministry. Yet somehow on the way home, my ministry calling, which I was already sure about, became even more apparent. Why would I ever want to do anything else with my life? I would never have a life nor a testimony without Jesus. So the greatest shout out goes out to him. If this episode has inspired you in any way, please let us know. We would be more than happy to walk you through to the arms of Jesus, for he loves you more than you will ever know. Thank you for listening. Our listeners are truly such a blessing to us in ways y'all will never know. If you would like to check out a few photos from the trip, I'll be posting those up on our Instagram page at Mission Minded for Christ. If you have questions or do not have social media, you can email us at missionmindedforchrist at gmail.com. All of these will be left in the description box below. Y'all are in our prayers. May you have a truly blessed week.